Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Boldea. And uh, it's good to have you with us, as uh, has, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot to talk about. Let's put it that way, uh, because uh, I would rather come on here and not have anything to discuss, because that would mean, uh, you know, we're headed in the right direction and things are looking up. Um, we're not headed in the right direction. Things are not looking up. And... Um, I, it's it's well deserved that crisis is afoot and everything seems to be imploding. Uh, as has become customary, uh, I am letting you know that this is a recording. Uh, we are recording this program today, August the 11th, the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, and um, if anything happens between now and the time of airing, well, now you know. Uh, I, I like time stamping things, especially um, on this program, because I've run into enough people that say, well, I said that like a month ago. I said that like a year ago. Uh, and, and my retort uh, is always, uh, do you have proof? They go, well, no, I, I said it to a couple people, though. Okay, well, if, if you have no proof of something that you said uh, and uh, validation that that's when you said it, uh, allow me my skepticism, please. So this is why I tell you when we record this program, everything is up on uh, one of the streaming platforms. Everything is free. So that when uh, I point back to something I said six months ago or a year ago, if you don't believe me at face value, then you can go back through the archives. You find the thing I said when I said it, and you go, wow, that Romanian kid should have a TV show with the pink-haired lady. Imagine the prophetic duo they'd make. I'm good, but thank you anyway. So, where do we begin? That is uh, the question of the hour. Uh, I know that some of you are waiting with bated breath for me to get into the raid at Mar-a-Lago. We may discuss that at some point. Uh, I, I think it was uh, the other side shooting themselves in the face, but that's nothing new. They do that every day and twice on Sunday. They can't help themselves. But the thing that the story, I guess, that I found most interesting is uh, the IRS hiring new agents and uh, the position's major duties include carrying a gun and being willing to use deadly force if necessary. Now, let me ask a question. It's a hypothetical question, but play with me. What is it called when somebody demands your money at gunpoint? Exactly. The new requirements and major duties of new agents for the IRS include carrying a gun and being willing to use deadly force if necessary. So if you're unwilling to part with your hard-earned money quick enough, uh, apparently people that uh, I guess are just looking for free transition surgery uh, will, will be able to pull out a piece and shoot you in the face. They deemed it necessary. You didn't write the check fast enough. How dare you? Now, the idea that we live in a free nation where justice is blind, uh, must be challenged. Not because somebody said it must, but because the evidence to the contrary is overwhelming. I thought IRS agents were supposed to be pencil pushers. 
you know, if, if, you, if you missed that 99 cents that came into your account because uh, you got paid interest from your savings, that's when they pounce. They write you a harshly worded letter and go, hey, you missed 99 cents. You owe us $300. And you're scratching yourself going, but it was 99 cents. My bank didn't even send me a letter or anything. How can I owe you 300 for 99 cents unreported? Well, because you need to pay your fair share. That's all. Now, I'm sure Reverend L. Sharpton's going to get a pass because, you know, he's a reverend. Uh, and, and, and all the other uh, just leeches and uh, mollusks of the Democrat machine, you know, they're going to look the other way. But if you have an opinion contrary to the narrative, if for some reason you find yourself on the opposite side of the current administration, well, let me tell you, you are guaranteed to have committed some sort of financial crime. How dare you write off a sandwich at 4 o'clock in the afternoon when lunch is between 12 and 2? Look, we've come to that point where they're allowing themselves so much leeway that, you know, show me the man and I'll show you the crime is becoming a reality. It doesn't matter how much that your cow fart. Well, you needed to actually pay tax on the carbon monoxide or dioxide or whatever it is that cow flatulence produces. You owe us a million dollars. But I've got one cow and it's a pet. Nobody's going to eat it. It doesn't matter. Pay your fair share. See, that was the narrative of the Communist Party. That's how they got, uh, you know, the peasant class. Pardon me while I sip from my delicious beverage. Hot and black. And, uh, well, not very tasty, but you, you, you got to trim somewhere. I know, I know. Inflation's only 8.5% instead of 92 And you're thinking to yourself, Mike, how come you don't have any spare change now that inflation has taken that cut? Because prices for real-world goods are still going up. So I know they're trying, they're, as, as old ladies in Texas like to say, bless their hearts, they're trying to spin it. But uh, there are certain European politicians that are trying to go, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not headed in a good place. And I think this is uh, what's going to make uh, people actually, well, try to lynch us. Uh, in case you haven't heard, and I know, see, again, this is where uh, time stamping the radio program comes into play. Somebody, some Rubenesque masculine figure somewhere, told you a few months ago that the whole of Europe is at the mercy of Russia and their gas pipeline. Now, some of you, well, the Russians can't let people freeze to death. Excuse you? The Russians can do that and worse. I know, but we never would. Give it a minute. If you're not in the right demographic, if you happen to be, you know, uh, heterosexual, married with children, uh, Lord forbid, white and Christian, uh, there will be some that will call for allowing you to die frozen in your home. Because, you know, we need to shut off gas to the people that don't agree with the idea that a collective is better than individuality, and we'll show them. Anyway, uh, first it was England. Yes, the people with the bad teeth. I know, I'm being mean-spirited, but have you been to England? I get it. Socialized medicine is all well and good until you have to bite into an apple. And that's when you realize, hey... I need to make a dentist appointment. My tooth broke in half. Well, what date is it? All right, in nine months we can see you because we're backlogged. So, uh, you know, and you go, what am I supposed to do? I got a tooth and it's hurting and it broke in half. 
And uh, the person on the other side of the counter will likely say, hey, at least it's not cancer. So the English, uh, with, with all of their, uh, you know, inherent wisdom of having uh, invented, I don't know, what is it, blood sausage or some ridiculous thing, or beans for breakfast, because that helps. Why not have the beans before you go out into a crowd? and crop dust everyone by 4 p.m. See, most people have baked beans for dinner. You know, they, they, they go to bed, and the worst that happens is they decide to play a bad practical joke on their mate and do a Dutch oven in the middle of the night. If you don't know what that is, don't ask. The English, they go, hey, everyone should enjoy your flatulence throughout the day. Have some beans for breakfast. So, again... I know, if you're English, now you're going to take offense. But we had King Edward. Well, congratulations to you. Uh, The English warned last week that they may have uh, blackouts uh, during the winter. And uh, a lot of uh, pale, uh, brittle-boned English people went like, what do you mean during winter? If you don't have heat, it gets cold. Well, you know, layer up. What can they say? I don't know. Burn, burn your college curriculum books. The ones that told you that if you have a degree in women's studies or feminism, you can have a job for six figures anywhere in the world. That turned out to be bupkis, didn't it? See, trade school, a lot cheaper. You earned money by learning a trade. Knowing how to, I don't know, plumb something, put some floor down, whatever it is. You're not going to go hungry knowing a trade. Uh, Having studied uh, women's uh, liberation and feminism, you will starve. Too late for that. Anyway, the English are warning their people that they're going to have rolling blackouts during the winter. Uh, The Germans are taking it a bit further. Pardon me while I sip. And now, officials are warning that gas gas shortage riots will likely make the lockdown protests look like a birthday party. If they're already sounding the alarm on this in Europe, then uh, they realize that they have no out. They're already preparing the people for what's coming. It's not as though they're going to back-channel a deal. It's not as though they're going to find some gas reserves and warm the people of Germany. They're realizing that the writing's on the wall. It's, it's, it's like, you know, Nebuchadnezzar seeing the finger going, oh, what is that? They've seen the writing on the wall. It's going to get ugly come winter. And so they're already trying to prepare people for that eventuality in Germany. Riots resulting from gas shortages would make anti-lockdown protests look like a children's birthday party, one official has said. Well, yeah, because during the lockdown, at least you had heat. You didn't see grandma, what's a good German name? Uh, I don't know, Grandma Schwitzelpretzel. Sure, why not? You know, huddled in the corner, freezing to death. So if you think the German people were angry about lockdowns, ooh boy, when you start freezing, eh, I know, I, it's supposed to be a pleasant death. You fall asleep and you freeze to death, but some people don't want to go gently into that good night, although some politicians might prefer that we do. Gas shortages in Germany brought about by a combination of long-term government mismanagement and Russia's war in Ukraine are likely to prompt mass riots that will make previous anti-lockdown demos look like children's birthday party, an official has claimed. The statement comes after a number of similar warnings from ministers in the country, many of whom fear that the political right will surely gain significant political and social capital due to people being unable to heat their homes. 
And in case you've forgotten, Germany is not one of those throwaway third world countries. Germany is not part of the Eastern Bloc nations, you know, the underdeveloped or the undeveloped. It's Germany. And they're warning their people, well, you better get grandma's uh, mink coat out of storage and maybe air it out a little bit because it smells of mothballs, but you're going to need something warm. Now, imagine if Germany and Europe as a whole, because this, this includes France, it includes Spain, it includes England, it includes Italy. Imagine if they have a really bad winter. Imagine if it's not short and quick, but it drags out. These are things that you need to keep at the forefront of your mind in case you were thinking, well, we're, we're, we're past the worst of it. No. We are not past the worst of it. We haven't even seen the beginning of the worst of it. It's coming. A warning from the president of the Thuringian Office for the Protection of the Constitution during an interview with state-owned broadcaster ZDF on Wednesday has crystallized the issue somewhat with the official responsible for maintaining the security of the contemporary German state in the region, warning that mass violence was now looking likely. So we went from, that could never happen, it'll never happen here, that, that, that only happens in those impoverished nations. Look, understand that man is capable of being an animal when pressed into a corner and survival becomes his ultimate goal. Now, granted, in America, because this, this upcoming generation is so soft and so limp-wristed and, and, and so just addicted to soy milk, they won't pose a danger if uh, you're, you're halfway masculine. But still, when, when they stop, you know, going to Starbucks and getting their ham and cheese, uh, when they realize there's nothing to put in their tummy and, uh, you know, meditation isn't helping, you know, they may try to, like, you know, cat claw and scratch you. But, again, halfway masculine, you're fine. Because uh, we're not raising a hard generation. Now, what's coming down the pike is going to make them hard. I think they will uh, come to the point where they will have to choose between becoming hardened or dying. Uh, and some, some will choose death because they, they've never had a role model. They've never had a masculine figure in their life. Yay, independent women and single mothers, thumbs up to you. I know not everyone chose it, but many of you did. Because the state became the de facto daddy he the state became the wallet i don't need no man i got welfare well now you've raised a bunch of sissies that don't know how to protect themselves fend for themselves kill anything and i mean you know a rabbit a deer a dog whatever and eat it and so you're stuck with a generation of feminized men that are clinging to their mother's skirts and when uh, de facto daddy can't write the check anymore when the government can't send you money on the regular anymore what are you gonna do and your sissy son i'm just asking i know mike you're being so mean-spirited no somebody's gotta tell you the truth somebody needs to point these things out because apparently this madness is spreading. Now, the Episcopal Church, the Episcopal Church passed a resolution in support of sex change attempts at all ages. Let that sink in. I know. Oh, that, you know, when we started talking about this stuff back way when, I, I think it must have been eight, ten years ago. I know we've been at this that long. Talking about how 
when, when the church normalizes homosexuality, there will be something waiting in the wings to be normalized? Well, now the Episcopal Church, in all its godless wisdom, passed a resolution in support of sex change attempts at all ages. So is uh, Bobby feeling a little feminine? Well, come on in, Bobby. We'll just pump you full of chemicals, confuse you to the point that you're scratching your head going, am I even human? No, I'm a kitty, meow, meow, meow. But thank you, Episcopal Church. This is the manifestation of rebellion against God. Do you understand this? Men rebel against God, denying their nature. I'm not a man. Well, you kind of are. No, uh, I am whatever I say I am. What are you? I'm a bunny. Super. Great. You can't be gainfully employed. You're mentally deficient. So now you become a burden on the state too. But let's get back to the Episcopal Church, because we're going to get into Scripture a little bit, too. I know I'm bouncing back and forth, but hey, you can only take so much old people freezing to death. You can only take, you know, so much IRS hiring people that are willing to shoot their fellow man. Apparently, the army isn't up to par. So uh, they're hiring what amounts to Gestapo individuals who know deep in their heart that they're not qualified for that job. They shouldn't be carrying a gun. They never make the kind of money the IRS is ponying up doing anything else. And so you're going to have people that have chips on their shoulder knocking on your door, armed and sweating, thinking to themselves, I just need a reason, man. I just need a reason. Yeah, this is going to end well. So let me get this straight. I know, we jump back to this now. But I just had an epiphany. The light bulb got so bright, I'm half blind in one eye. That was the measure of the magnitude of the epiphany I just had. You want to defund police and send social workers with clipboards to the most crime-infested areas of the nation, but you want to arm IRS agents and individuals who would be okay with using deadly force for fiscal irregularities regarding their tax returns. The rest of the world is upside down. Why not this? So you want to send social workers with clipboards to reports of beatings, abuse, murder, whatever carjackings, because those are popular. I was talking to a friend last night. He's got a Kia. He's beside himself. How do I get rid of this thing? Apparently, the Kia and the Hyundai are catnip to car burglars. So those are very easy to steal. There's certain metropolitan area cities where if you drive a Kia or a Hyundai, underwriters will no longer insure your car. Let that sink in. Everything's fine. Joe said everything was fine. Between mumbling about something or other and not realizing that all you have to do is extend your hand to put on your suit coat, he said it was great. Look at this. I fixed it. The big orange man ruined everything, but I came along as messianic, a figure of Bayrak Hussein Obama, and I fixed it. I'm going on vacation now. Peace out. They said they had ice cream. So there are underwriters who are unwilling to insure Kias and Hyundais in major metropolitan cities. And this friend of mine is like, it was a cheap car. But every time I get out of my car to go anywhere, I'm wondering, am I going to find it when I come back? Exactly. So 
but that's okay. We'll get a social worker with a clipboard, maybe a nice pink polo shirt with a you know, cashmere sweater knotted in the front, you know, and cowlick all put down to the side. Uh, hello, sir. Are you trying to report a crime? Yes, my car was stolen. Well, can you think of any reason uh, why you may have encouraged people to steal your car? Under the, other than driving a Hyundai? No, not really. And then you have the IRS that are coming in hot, packing, willing to use deadly force. Nothing makes sense anymore. I know. But they're not targeting you. You're poor. Uh, what was it? 87,000 new IRS agents. Uh, I think my little brother sent me that the thing uh, via messengers. There's like 700 and some odd billionaires in the country, but they're hiring 87,000 IRS agents. Do you think they're for the billionaire class? Because, yeah, once a billionaire gets shot in the face by, you know, an IRS agent who never graduated high school, that'll go over well. It's not them they're coming for. You have to understand that this administration has realized that you can intimidate people by using levers of government. Anybody that... and. This is exactly how how despots rule. This is exactly how communism came about in some countries. We are a banana republic. The next time I hear anybody, well, Vladimir Putin puts his enemies in gulags in Siberia. It's intimidation. You take one guy, you make an example of him, everybody else shuts up and gets in line. What do you think they just did to Trump? If they can do that to a former president of the U.S. with with FBI agents sniffing the former first lady's panties and going through her closet and not finding anything, apparently what the thing was for was like uh, it, it equates to a late library book. It was something that was borrowed from the National Archives that wasn't returned or something. They were fishing. Show me the man and I will show you the crime. And they're going to have egg on their face because right now they're playing hot potato with this thing. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, then who was it? Somebody raided the place. The FBI's pointing fingers at the DOJ. The DOJ's pointing fingers at the FBI. And uh, the ever-eloquent Mr. Robinette Biden goes, I don't even know nothing about it. So, you know, I mean, he's believable. Any hootie. Back to the Episcopal Church. You know, because they still call themselves a church. Resolution D-066. It would have been hilarious if the resolution was D-666. But apparently they hadn't gotten that high up in the resolution chain, so it's D-066. Passed by the 80th General Convention is titled Addressing Restrictions on Access to Gender-Affirming Care. It's not care. Stop calling it what it isn't. Like this, this, this monstrosity of the bill that was just passed by Congress is the Inflation Reduction Act. Everything they call something is contrary to what it really is. Let that sink in. The House of Bishops has concurred with the resolution. It calls for the Episcopal Church to advocate for access to gender-affirming care in all forms, social, medical, or any other, and at all ages. That's right. You want to butcher your kids, go join the Episcopal Church. It goes on to say that advocating for sex change operations is part of our baptismal call to respect the dignity of every human being. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Woe to those who change light for darkness. I know those passages are in the Old Testament. They're, they're not for us. We can do whatever you want. Well, First Corinthians. I know, I know that's the New Testament. 
but it was written by Paul, and he was a misogynist. You know what? Maybe Buddhism will better suit you. I don't know. Try Hinduism. Apparently, Shiva's a she. I don't know if she's a she, though, because she never told us what her pronouns were. Maybe it's a they, them. Anyway, 1 Corinthians 6. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? But what about baptismal uh, call to respect the dignity of every human being? What about advocating for sex change operations and gender-affirming care in all forms? Well, I know. Argue with God. What do you want me to say? This is what the book says. But see, everybody wants their cake. They want to have their cake, and they want to eat it too, and then still have the cake afterwards. I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to repent of my sin. That's okay. The Episcopal Church says you're still going to heaven. Well, but does the Bible say? Well, it doesn't matter because it's the Episcopal Church. They're going to make a heaven of their own. And so, there you go. Do you not know? That the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived. Now, in order for somebody to be deceived, there must be some sort of influence attempting to put forth said deception. Oh, this is getting deep. Martha, come here and listen to this. This is, this, is, this is getting deep. So in order for somebody to be deceived, there must be someone playing the deceiver or being the deceiver. The Word of God does not warn the children of God lightly. That is one thing you have to understand. So if there are warnings throughout the Word regarding certain things, we must take those things to heart and guard against them. I keep going back to Matthew 24 because, honestly, it's the most relevant prophetic scripture regarding the times that we're in. And the first words that came out of Christ's mouth when talking about the last days were, beware that no one deceive you. Now, here we are again, Paul, the misogynist. He, he was for the patriarchy. He wanted to, to keep women in the kitchen. Well, women make good food. What, what do you want me to say? But see, this is, when, when we don't like something, we find reasons to discount the things they say. This is why I get letters from Beth Moore fans. You're just a misogynist. You hate women. No, I don't. I, I, don't, I don't hate anybody. I love my wife to death. I would jump in front of a train to, to, to spare her in an instant. But when my wife, if my wife, not when, because she never would, but if my wife comes up to me and says, uh, I, I, I want to be, uh, I don't know, whatever, that, Tree cutter, what do you call those? Uh, Paul Bunyan types. And do it naturally with an axe. Not, I'm like, honey, you know, you, you're built of a certain frame. Maybe woodsman is not the career for you. That said, again, we have Jesus in Matthew 24 warning about deception during the last days. First warning out of his mouth was, beware that no one deceive you. Now we have Paul. And he's warning, do not be deceived. It doesn't matter what anyone says. It doesn't matter what the Episcopal Church does. It doesn't matter who gives you free reign to indulge in your sin. Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, 
nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. I'm going to read that again because it needs to sink in. I understand love, but brother, what about love? These are the rules. I understand that an amputee wants to run a marathon. I sympathize, but they're an amputee. The best they can do is hop for a bit, then fall on the side of the road. Some things you cannot do. The book says if you do these things, then you will not inherit the kingdom of God, no matter how many people give you license to do them. Because those people giving you license to do the things don't hold the keys to heaven. They don't have an in with God. Uh, I got a list. All right, that, that, that applies to everyone else. But these people, you know, they paid me a little extra, so I got a list. It's, uh, where was I? I think it was Spain. I was in Barcelona. I know I'm a world traveler. What can I say? I have seen things. Uh, and we were trying to go see uh, the Sagrada Familia, the, the, that, that, that big church. That it's, it's, it's very interesting to me, the architecture of it. And uh, the line was basically behind the church. I mean, it's, it's always full. Before, this was before it burnt, uh, before Reconstruction and all that. And there was a lady with a clipboard and about, I don't know, 18 Asian people following her. And as we were getting up, you know, to, we'd, we'd already bought our tickets, but they could only let so many people in because it would get overcrowded. She goes and she whispers something to, to the person that was in charge of letting people in. And the lady and the Asian people were just waved through. It doesn't work that way with God. There's nobody that has an in. There's nobody that has, you know, a group of uh, tourists that they can get through, uh, you know, if they pay a little extra. Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders. It's interesting that the Bible differentiates between the two. Uh, Ted Haggard, eh, maybe you should read that passage once in a while. Before, before the crystal meth, be, be, before you start getting rubbed down, maybe you should read that. Neither male prostitutes nor homosexual offenders, so what you're doing is you're condemning yourself to hell and the male prostitute that you hired to massage you. <gasps> I know, but leave Ted alone. I'm waiting for somebody. Nobody's had the goal to say it yet. But it would be funny if, if remember that, that crying thing? Leave Britney alone. I'm waiting for somebody to do a Leave Ted Alone video. That would be hilarious. This is what the book says. Nor thieves, nor greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And I know the best more fans will be up in arms. Why don't you talk about adulterers or idolaters or greedy people? The book says all of them, drunkards, slanderers, swindlers. But given the context of the conversation we're having, i.e. the Episcopal Church passing a resolution to support sex change attempt, uh, I'm focusing on the handful of things that pertain to it. See, and again, I understand. It's, it's your nature to be disingenuous when it comes to these things because you don't want to face the reality that this is what Scripture says and no amount of soothsaying by Beth Moore or anyone else will make a lick of difference when you stand before the throne of judgment. I get it. But I'm not going to give you a free pass when you're hypocritical and disingenuous. And I think this is also one of the reasons that the whole raid on Mar-a-Lago – uh, 
hit so many people, I I, I guess profoundly, because a lot of people I know that were like, yeah, whatever. When this happened, oh, their antennas got tweaked because of the hypocrisy. I remember not so long ago a certain presidential candidate who had a bunch of servers in a bathroom. I remember not so long ago when the son of the current president in a drug-addled daze left a laptop full of very incriminating evidence with somebody and that got leaked. And from everything that's coming out, eh, it may be that the son has the same pedophilic tendencies as the big guy. You know, sniffing little girls and the such. But none of that matters. You didn't return a library book. We got to get the FBI to raid your house, go through your closets, open empty safes and everything else. And it's the hypocrisy of this that stinks to high heaven. Let me ask you this. I know a lot of you are politically Switzerland. You don't care. What do you think would have happened if the home of one Barack Hussein Obama got raided by the FBI? Huh? What, half the country on fire? Maybe a little less? So, again, fishing expeditions are not evidence of a crime, and it's the hypocrisy that the American people detest. Look, Jim Comey came out and saved Hillary Clinton's bacon when he said, well, you know, I don't, there wasn't any intent. Really? How do you know? Are you a mind reader? Are you, are you practicing telekinesis, Jim? So, yes, it worries me that IRS agents will now be armed and the people going through their, you know, I guess mental state are, are, are willing to, quote unquote, use deadly force. So what's the cutoff for deadly force? I mean, if, if you owe... 100 to 500 in back taxes, if you know, 1,000 to 5,000. When, when, when is deadly force the right thing to do? Because apparently uh, the rapists are being released without bail. Uh, people who, who cave other people's heads in with skateboards and baseball bats are being you know, released without bail. So what, what, what's the cutoff for deadly force here? And again, some of you, Well, that's never going to happen, Brother Mike. How many things did I warn you about that you said would never happen, that have happened and are happening right now? Please tell me. Huh? Yeah. So before before you start warming up the old finger, that's never going to happen, just remember a lot of things nobody thought would ever happen are happening. Now, for those of you that breathe the sigh of relief regarding the consumer price index, producer prices came out today, and uh, they're up 9.8% in July. It's summer. A lot of production goes on in the summer. And I know some people are breathing a sigh of relief and going, well, the worst is behind us. We have not peaked. We may be taking a sabbatical from nosebleed inflation, but we haven't peaked. And we're not even close. Now, and these two things tie in together because I know you're thinking to yourself, what does one thing have to do with the other? Uh, On the heels of Germany warning their people that they're going to freeze to death, uh, 
They're now introducing a China-style color-coded vaccine status app. Plans to introduce a color-coded vaccination status app in Germany that will afford privileges to those who recently received a jab or booster shot have been criticized as an assault on freedom. No kidding. So uh, when, when do we get to that dystopian pivot point where if you're not the right color code, you don't get gas, so you freeze? Because the, the, the thing with the booster, they're going to keep asking people, people to boost themselves until it, athletes are dropping dead. You remember, uh, <laughs> there's something called SIDS, uh, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Uh, that's, that's always been a thing. Some, it's called crib death in uh, the non-medical community. Uh, and and there, there are instances of crib death. But now, because, uh, you know, if we can't explain something, we just give it a new title or a new name, there is sudden adult death syndrome. So it's SADS instead of SIDS. There are athletes dropping dead and nobody can point out why they died. There were, what, five, six people trying to run the Boston Marathon that dropped dead. These are not people that, well, you know, I'm going to run 25K just because I feel like it today. These are people that trained for a very long time. Oh, and, and uh, they uh, subscribed it to heat. It was uh, 82 degrees. I know, very hot. That explains why people who've been training for a year to run 25K fell over dead because it was 83 degrees. My, oh, my. So, yes, Germany has decided that they're going to be proactive in controlling their citizenry. Uh, How far they will go, it all depends on how far the citizens will let them go. But it's not as though they're not going to try. See, you you implement and introduce the color-coded vaccination status app. You know that the people that are fully vaccinated and fully boosted are more likely to be docile and obey everything the government tells them. And you know the people that resisted the jab will also likely resist freezing to death in Germany. So they may say something. You see how things correlate when you look at them from the right direction? So it's not so much that, oh my goodness, we have to find out who was boosted so we can save lives. Right now, the Germans are trying to weed out people who will pose a problem. That's the only thing Germans are doing with the color-coded vaccination status app. Who will pose a problem and who will submit, who will be docile, who will obey. This is what is being done in Germany right now. And American Prophetic, I guarantee you, you will hear horror stories out of Germany come winter, where certain people were being watched very closely by their government, and the minute they walked outside to say anything, they were shackled and thrown into prison. Hey, at least prison has heat, one would hope and others who, for no apparent reason, were allowed to roam free and do whatever they wanted. Check their vaccination status. Because if you were obedient during the whole vax thing, if you were a little sheep and you went, give it to me, give it to me, oh, boosters, how many, 77? Uh, can you use the other arm? Because I can't feel this arm anymore and I don't have function in my fingers. If you were obedient and docile with that, then their presupposition is that you will take whatever your government shovels into your face and be thankful for it. No heat, I don't wear two pairs of socks. 
What you, you, you're, somebody froze? Well, you know, some, some people freeze. It just happens. It is going to get very bad. Not just in Europe, but throughout the world. And just to throw a little razzle-dazzle on uh, this particular sandwich... Uh, China now has detected first human cases of a novel virus found in shrews. I know. The problem is they didn't make it deadly enough. No, nobody's died from it, and they're very disappointed. Uh, 26 patients presented with fever, uh, fatigue, cough, anorexia, myalgia, which is muscle pain, nausea, headaches, vomiting, uh, and uh, low blood uh, platelet count. Impaired liver, uh, 35%. uh, Impaired kidney function, 80%. And what the uh, very trustworthy Chinese government says is in our study, uh, it's, it's not deadly. I mean, it'll put a crimp in your, uh, day, but other than that, you'll be a-okay. See, at some point they're going to release something that really is just right, 40% fatal, 50% fatal. Uh, but Hey, you're used to lockdowns already. What's a new one? Huh? I'm I'm waiting. I'm I'm it can't it can't blow up fast enough though to shield them from November. I think they're gonna try very hard to have lockdowns so that we can vote by mail the way it's safe and the way that we can manipulate the vote. But uh yeah. It it's I they're gonna try. The problem is it's walking a very fine line because they also know that the more they try new shutdowns, uh, the more uh, resistant the average citizen will become. People don't want it anymore. People are over it. So uh, a, a new virus is waiting in the wings uh, maybe Dr. Fauci can tweak it a little bit, make it a little more deadly. Huh? He has no love for the American people. They booed him at a game the other day while he was trying to limp-wristedly throw out the first ball. Uh, so, you know, the first pitch, I know. Uh, you don't know baseball. Nope, I don't, and I don't want to learn. Uh, sorry. I'm European. I'm not even a fan of soccer. So don't, it's not, it's not, it's not that I, I despise America's favorite pastime. I, I despise sports in general. Uh, so maybe again, you know, Dr. Fauci, like, hey, bring in the puppies. Let, let's see if we can, uh, you know, work our magic and do something with this virus. Because, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's not insignificant. You still have, you know, the vomiting and the fatigue and the cough and the anorexia and the fever, but the deadliness. We need the deadliness so that we can get another round of people sitting in their basements wearing masks, wasting their life for another two years, looking in the mirror when all of a sudden, how how am I 72? I came in my basement when I was 65. Exactly, because you did it the first time. So they're expecting you to do it over and over and over again. They tried with the monkeypox, but that was, that was just uh, a certain segment of the population that needed to worry. It wasn't vast enough. They tried to spin it. Well, it's not just homosexual men. Yes, it is. It's homosexual men who... Uh, engage in naughtiness with other homosexual men. So, you know, most people are like, eh, whatever. But this, uh, if, if they tweak it enough, if uh, Il Dottore Fauci sprinkles his magic dust, well, we might just have another COVID on our hands. 
Imagine Pfizer and Moderna and the money they'll make. So, again, I know. You're being very cynical, Brother Mike. He just wanted to protect us. Uh, if you believe that, uh, I, I, I can open up a space for you for Kentucky Fried Roadkill. It's $10,000, and uh, you have uh, equity shares uh, in, in the growing franchise. How about that? Hmm? So, what does the future hold? Currently, we are becoming a banana republic wherein the people in power intimidate the people that they deem a threat and they feel as though it's their right to do so. So uh, if you ever hearing uh, hear me singing, you know, hey, Mr. Taliman, Talimi Banana, you'll know why. Uh, I'm sorry, you can't. You can't point to China. You can't point to Russia. You can't point to any other country and go, look what they're doing. They're trying to suppress. Stop. But again, hypocrisy is in your nature. So I'm sure at some point, some public figure that was perfectly fine with fishing expeditions of former presidents uh, will point to every other nation. Look what they're doing. They're trying to intimidate people. So with that, boom, at a time. Look at that. That was so quick. So quick. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's, it's been a gas, as the kids like to say. We'll see what happens next week. I don't know. Maybe this disease will get a little traction, huh? Anyway, Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. I'm out. Thank you, Mike. Uh, well, I just want to say 120 people came to our protest. Uh, we really felt God's presence. We stood against this drag show that they brought to our community Sad to say that the mayor who goes to a church and others okayed the permit for it. Hard to believe in Little Watertown, Wisconsin. But let me tell you what, God was with us and we did the right thing. And other communities around the country are hearing about our protest. When they try to bring a drag show their direction, they are opposing it and protesting or trying to get it not permitted. Um, you know, America's uh, not the America of George Washington's day. It's not, uh, not the America doesn't resemble anything like what we once were. And like Mike read about those that won't inherit the kingdom of heaven, I would urge everyone in a church where they're okay with gay marriage or any of that, get out and don't look back, you know. The Episcopal church is, you know, it's hard to kind of, put the word church after that, Episcopal or congregational. So sad. But we fight for the truth. We battle for truth. God says, I look for someone to stand in the gap. Well, we want to stand in the gap. And this November, if they don't lock us down or try to steal votes again, hopefully we will have a midterm election and there'll be some change in leadership that may bring some different uh, conservative voices to Congress and, and the Senate and local Wisconsin elections. So, Demetrius prophecy each day, more and more coming to pass. And boy, how accurate it was. It was 100% accurate. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. God bless you. We pray you have a good day, good weekend. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, 
You can email us at handofhelpoffice at AOL.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are